All right, welcome to the Big Guns Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Fisher J. Welcome you back to another season of great fantasy football. And I just want to talk a little bit about week number four and how it correlates to the fantasy front in the Big Guns Fantasy Football League. And we have seen some great football through three weeks uh, from a lot of teams. And I know there's some teams out there that have not had a good start to the season. And you know who you are, New York Giants, New York Jets, and uh, some other teams for sure. But, I mean, it's it's interesting because, again, the, the football games that we have seen, I know I've been sitting in front of the tube, glued to the television set every Thursday, every Sunday, every Sunday night, every Monday, uh, when I can. And, um, and I've just seen some great football. So again, for me, I couldn't be happier, but again, let's take a look at the teams that are in the national football league that have undefeated records. And, you know, are they for real? The Raiders are three and all the Broncos are three and all, uh, as that division is heated up. And when you look at the chiefs at one and two, you're like, am I reading this right? Is, is this correct? Um, the Chiefs will make it right. Andy Reid's a good enough coach. Patrick Mahomes is a good enough quarterback, and that team has enough. Uh, but they might not be as undefeated, uh, you know, un, un, I guess, approachable as some people would say. Uh, they are a team that can be beat, and we're seeing it here. But the Raiders and the Broncos, you know, are they for real? I mean, David Carr coming out like a baller, uh, you know, they won some close games. They've won some, some, they had some luck and you know what? You need some luck in the national football league. Uh, the Broncos have had a, a soft schedule so far this season. Uh, they haven't really, um, really had much, um, opposition with the teams that they've played. Uh, when you looked at the preseason, um, you know, again, there was a lot of talk, um, you know, about who was going to be the starting quarterback. And once they realized that Teddy Bridgewater was going to be the quarterback. I think the team started to settle down. And uh, again, you could totally, you know, totally see that uh, they opened up against the giants and, and the giants, again, still figuring it out again, an Owen three team. And again, I don't think I expected them to be Owen three, but they definitely have their struggles. And I think it starts at the quarterback position. Uh, there's some other things, uh, but for sure uh, the Broncos won that one handily. Uh, and they looked really good. Uh, then they faced the Jaguars, another 0-3 team. And uh, the Jaguars are a podcast in themselves. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. Um, yeah, so we'll talk more about that. But again, not much opposition uh, as the Broncos rolled on them as well. And then they faced the Jets, another 0-3 team. So you you look at the Broncos and you say to yourself, wow. You faced three 0-3 teams. And now you face the Ravens. And the Ravens have had their luck too, let's be honest, folks. But again, this is going to be the truest test of them so far. Are they for real? Because again, you've played three 0-3 teams. And again, they, you know, so again, kind of are they a pretender? Now they have a lot of offense, but they've had some injuries. Jared Judy went down. KJ Hamler went down. You know, the running back situation. Is it Javante Williams? Is it Melvin Gordon? Because you know Melvin Gordon's going to get banged up. Their defense has held their own. So this is where the Broncos need to have a coming out party and really, you know, put the boots to the Ravens 
Um, they're at home, so it could be a good thing. Then they face the Steelers. And again, the Steelers have not looked good as well. So again, that's a game that I think that they could win, you know, as we go into it. Then they face the Raiders, the battle of three and old teams. And you'd love to see the Raiders and the Broncos be undefeated going into this, you know, this game. However, I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I think that someone's going to falter along the way. And I think the Broncos are going to have a hard time with the Ravens. The Ravens defense is tough. Teddy Bridgewater is going to have his work cut out for him, you know, and then they face the Browns and that's a tough game as well. Um, play Washington. They could win that game. Broncos then face the Cowboys and the Cowboys are looking good. And I hate to say that the Cowboys are doing good, but they are. I mean, listen, Dak is looking awesome. Zeke and Tony Pollard are a great one, two combination and the receivers and tight end are catching all the balls and the defense is doing what they got to do. And they face the Eagles. They can win that game. So, again, the Broncos are part of the conversation. They are definitely in the thick of it. And I think their schedule kind of shows, you know, what they can do uh, going down the stretch. But they have some tough games ahead of them. And that's when we're going to really kind of look at this team and and be able to, um, you know, really gauge them. Because, again, right now, I don't think that's something that uh, we can do at this point. Now, you look at the Raiders and you look at their schedule. And again, they're a team that really has, you know, played much better than we thought. Uh, and John Gruden and Mike Mayock, um, I think that they're a great GM coach combination. I think they're smart. They love football and it shows. Uh, winning 33 to 27 against the Ravens, um, again, was a great game. And, um, you know, in overtime, in fashion that game went the extra distance uh, but it, it definitely got done and again there was some luck involved in that game so again they could have been 0 one and they faced the Steelers and, and they beat them handily and the Steelers showed how weak they can be and then again they played the Dolphins in a game that was also an overtime game and they won so so again the Raiders are in a situation that it could have went to either way in those overtime games we could see that you know, so you look at their schedule going forward. They play the Chargers Monday night, and here we go. Again, beat the Chargers and you're legit because the Chargers and Justin Herbert are for real. And that's something that this team knows. And if John Gruden and Mike Mack have one game scheduled, it's the next game in front of them. It's We're not looking down the road. We're looking right in what's in front of us. And I think that's exactly how the Raiders have to take this game. They have to look at this Chargers game and say, we have a formidable foe. They just beat the Chiefs. They're red hot right now. You know, then they place the Bears. And again, the Bears are a team that, yikes, is trying to figure themselves out. You know, is it the Red Rocket? Is it Fields? Nick Foles, he rears his ugly head, pops up like a like a, a groundhog. Hello, I'm back. Um, he just loves to kind of get in the mix of quarterback matchups and just say, okay, you want to go to a Super Bowl? I could take it to a Super Bowl. Nick Foles is just that guy. Uh, but you just don't know. And Nagy's kind of trying to figure it out. And he's like, oh, I went with the Red Rocket. The Red Rocket got hurt. I put Fields in there. He was a dumpster fire. Got sacked nine times. Who gets sacked nine times? I mean, you're going to say, well, the offensive line was bad. And, you know, the team didn't play that well. You got sacked nine times. As I used to say for the Buffalo Bills when they had J.P. Lossman, throw the damn ball away. Don't run 10 yards back and out of bounds. Throw the damn ball away. So 
there's some onus on Fields to kind of step up there. More to come on him, believe me. Uh, but again, you look at that, and I think that's a game that the Raiders can win. And the Raiders face the Broncos, like we said, and that's a true test. So if they can get through these next couple games to get to that game, I really hope they do. Neither, either way, which one of these teams is going to be for real? That's what you got to ask yourself. Um, that is going to be um, how I look at it. So do I think that the Raiders and the Broncos are true dominant 3-0 and teams? The answer is not really. And I know that's not a perfect answer, uh, but it, it's definitely something that I think that the schedule has dictated some things and some luck has prevailed. And I think the Raiders have had the luck. And I think that when you look at the Broncos, they've had the luck of the schedule. I mean, you're facing three teams that are 0-3, um, pretty good situation. So again, uh, nobody's crowning you defensive um, or, you know, AFC West champs just yet. Um you know, you look at some of the other teams that are out there right now uh, that are doing well. The Bengals, I mean, I think the Bengals would have to maybe surprise you a little bit because, again, you thought their offensive line and their defense was weak. You didn't think it was good. So, again, when their defense is not doing well, they're going to have to throw their way out of a lot of games. And, again, Joe Burrow has loaded it up, and he's had to do it. Now, this week, again, you know, he doesn't have um, T. Higgins. And that, that's a hard thing. Uh, but I think they have enough firepower. Jamar Chase has looked every bit as good. Joel Mixon has looked very good. Joe Burrow has looked very good. And the defense has done better than expected. So, again, in that division, again, it's a tough one. Because, again, the Ravens are 2-1, and, and and they've had some luck, too. Uh, the Tucker bomb field goal was ridiculous. Uh, the Browns are two and one, and they're going to be in the conversation. And the Steelers, I think, are going to slowly erode, and this team is going to implode at the end of the year. I think that that they're going to say, "Look, we got to move on from Big Ben. We have to kind of pull away. We have to make that decision, um, you know, because again, we have a lot of weapons. Maybe take some of the, one of these receivers and put them in a trade or something." But you know, again, um, but this is a wide open division. Um, I think the Browns are still going to prevail at some point because I think that they have enough talent uh to do that uh but don't sleep on the Bengals just yet uh the titans are two and one uh and they're in a really crap division uh as far as i'm concerned uh basically this division should have zero and threes across the board except for the titans uh they're two and one the texans are one and two and the texans have been pleasantly surprising they've played some good football now they haven't won they're one and two but they haven't won a ton of games but again you now have a backup quarterback backup. So you're, you're down to the third string quarterback and that is going to have some, some problems. Uh, you know, yeah, you have D hop, you have Brandon cooks, you know, you have, uh, Ingram, but again, you have a rookie, uh, quarterback. So I think that's going to be good. I think the Titans are going to have no problem running away from this division. You look at the Colts at zero and three. Did you expect the Colts to be at zero and three? Well, the question you have to ask yourself is, is Carson Wentz the answer? Three weeks in, I can tell you it's not. Now, I was, you know, I'm a Frank Reich fan, and I'm a closet Colts fan. Don't ask me why. Just I like their makeup of their team. And I was like, man, if Carson Wentz could come to this team and really make this team viable, you know, having a quarterback. I I think Phillip Rivers was a really cool thing after, you know, Luck pulled his retirement. Um, I was hoping. I'm like, look. Change of venue on quarterbacks is a big deal for me. I think that, like, when you look at the guys like a Sam Darnold, you're like, man, 
you know, this guy could really, really be good. Problem is, he's not. He's injury prone and he doesn't make good decisions. And the Colts know that they have to go out and find somebody at 0-3. It's time to, to kind of scrap this team, get some good receivers, get some offensive line help, and get a quarterback. So they have some tough work to do ahead of them. But, uh, you know, we'll see. And the Jaguars, 0-3. You know, Urban Meyer is a college coach. Enough said. Drop the mic. Walk away. And he's going to be... I'll be surprised if he finishes the season. But if he does, I see him getting fired at the end of the year. Trevor Lawrence is more worried about his hair than he's worried about the game. And he's thrown the ball around. He's done some things. He's a rookie quarterback. And again, Mac Jones is the only rookie quarterback so far this season that has gotten a win under his belt. So it's not really on the rookie player. But I've said this to a couple owners in our fantasy league. I said, look, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Chicago Bears are dumpster fires because of their, their culture, the Naggies of the world, the Urban Myers of the world, and just the way that both of those organizations run. And it's a shame because, again, my dad uh, was a Bears fan, and I'd like to see them do well, but they unfortunately they cannot, and Nagy can't get out of his own way. Uh, so it's a problem. You know, it's it's just one of those things. Um, you look at some of the other teams that are are undefeated, the Rams. That's just in, guys. The Rams are for real. Matt Stafford, that change of venue, getting out of Detroit was the best thing that could ever happen. Sean McVay said, look, we know Jared Goff ain't the guy. And Jared Goff got done dirty, okay? We're like, ah, we're going to put you in a really bad situation, drop you over into Dan Campbell's world on the, the Lions. and." uh that's the pit of misery for those of you who don't know where good football players go to die. And um, we're going to take you, we're going to pluck you out of there. We're going to put you on this team. We're going to surround you with offense and defense and offensive line and real creative coaching. And uh, yeah, good things are going to happen. And guess what? They are the team to beat in the NFC. Tom Brady learned firsthand about how devastating that defense is. And when you have a defense that good and an offense that's putting up numbers, Golly gee, oh my, stuff's going to happen. Uh, they are definitely for real. When I look at the Cowboys, they're not undefeated, and it pains me to say this, but um, they're good. And um, Mike McCarthy is not good as a coach. He really, really isn't. And he looks so out of place um, on that organization. And I don't know what they're going to do with the coaching situation. But but again, they have so many weapons offensively and defensively, and I think they're going to run away with this division. I didn't think so at first because I thought there was going to be a lingering injury. And again, if Dak gets hurt, it it's going to be a problem. Uh, but Washington, again, the Heineke show, eh, not good. Jalen Hurts, again, he, he's, he's a decent quarterback. I'm not going to say he's great because he's not. Uh, and the Eagles have got some really poor decision-making. I mean, Nick Sirianni, you ran the ball, what, three times maybe? Um, yeah. So, I mean, you, you look at that perspective and you're like, all week we planned to play against the Cowboys. And I'm sure in their game plan, they didn't say, oh, we're going to run the ball only three times. Because that just doesn't make any sense. And that's what gets coaches fired. Stupid stuff like that. And, and that's where this, this team has to, to change. But anywho, again, you know, they're going to have a tough time 
Uh, the Giants, again, I think are going to have a horrible season, and, and Joe Judge might be uh, collateral damage. We'll see. You look at the Cardinals at 3-0, and and I'm giddy up excited about the, the Cardinals this year. Kyler Murray, my first-round pick after Josh Allen got picked overall. I was like, all right, plan B. I'm going for Kyler Murray. And he has played every bit as good, if not better, and exceeded my expectations so far this season. And I'm pretty excited about that. Um, You look at their team, and you look at the way that their schedule has been. They face the Cowboys, and they beat them. I think that's a great win. The Chiefs beat them, and again, that's not the worst thing in the world. Then they beat the Titans. And to me, that's huge. And then they beat the Vikings. And again, there will be a little bit of luck. Uh, But again, it's one of those things. um, And actually, the Chiefs game was a preseason game, so it really doesn't matter. But again, you beat the Titans. You beat the Vikings. And then you beat the Jaguars. So again, Jaguars, I'm not really giving you much props. But anyways, you face the Rams. And that's the true game. Again, circle your calendars for the game of the week. This Sunday at 4.05, those two teams are going to get added. Stafford versus Kyler Murray. D. Hopkins versus Cooper Cup. It is going to be good. Their defense, Chandler Jones. Other side, Aaron Donald. Stay tuned. That's going to be a good game. And whoever walks away from that game, again, if the Cardinals can pull away from that game, which I think is a very tall task, and if they lose, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. Um, Man, they're going to be for real. They face the 49ers, which is a winnable game. They face the Browns. And then they face the Texans. So the next two games, next three games are really tough games and are really going to prove what the Cardinals are all about. And I really think um, I'm excited to watch that and to go forward with that. I think it's really going to be awesome. Um, Because again, uh, the Cardinals have shown to everybody, uh, take notice. Uh, We are here and we are playing well. And again, offensively and defensively, this team really seems like it has it. um, And that's a really good thing to see. Uh, the 49ers are two at one. No, they're not undefeated. They lost to the Packers. Um, you know, and again, Jimmy G has held off Trey Lance. And and Jimmy G is, a, again, that's kind of like one of those perfect games where you looked at where Aaron Rodgers was and you knew when the chips were down, Aaron Rodgers was going to come on the field and good things were going to happen. When Jimmy G comes on the field and the chips are down, It doesn't always happen that way. And that's that over the top, that little extra, that chef's kiss that really needs to happen. And I think that's what Jimmy Garoppolo lacks, the chef's kiss. And that's getting it done when the chips are down and it matters most. And again, he played a good game and Aaron Rodgers just played a better game. It's a hell of a game. Seahawks are at one and two. And and again, their defense is their Achilles heel. You look at the Packers are at two and one. And, you know, the Packers losing to the Saints was soul crushing for them. And that's something that's going to stick in their craw the whole season. I mean, that was an ugly, ugly game. Uh, But since then, they've uh, done their damage on teams um, all season. And uh, again, we won't talk about that game. Uh, Saints uh, really got at it. And they played the the Lions. And again, the Lions are are the Lions. So, you know, okay. Uh, And then they beat the 49ers. And then they face the Steelers. And again, this is a Steelers team, I think, that's on the downslide. So it's a game that I think that the, the Packers should be able to win. Uh, then they play the Bengals. I think it's a game they should also win. Then they play the Bears. Then they play Washington. 
And they face the Cardinals October 28th. And that's going to be a good game, in my opinion. Again, Kyler Murray versus Aaron Rodgers. I think that's a circle uh, game for them. It's something that definitely uh, could be, you know, uh, a real cauterizing game and really could show, um, you know, show them basically what's out there and and how these teams are. Are the Packers for real? Are the Cardinals for real? How they are, um, you know, again, it's it's tough when you have to, um, you know, basically deal with, uh, you know, uh, an easy schedule. Then you run to a tough schedule. It's a it's a high and low type game. It's something that you know, again, every team deals with, um, you know. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But again, the Packers I think are for real, and the Saints. Honestly, I mean, I I, I don't know what to, to, to make of this team. Again, they've got flashes of brilliance and again, they can win some games. Luckily they can come on. So again, they still need a couple games under their belt that they have to figure out how well they are. And, um, you know, so we'll see, um, the lions, you know, I give Dan Campbell some credit. This team has played some quality football and it's one of those things that I think that this team lacks that again, over the top chef's kiss that can get the job done when it matters most, but they've had some flashes of brilliance. Deandre Swift, uh, is a great player. Uh, Jared Goff has played better than I thought he was going to play on the Lions. Uh, and this team needs to find a way to win and needs to have some consistency. That's the Lions' way of losing. And, you know, it happens, unfortunately. Uh, you look at the Vikings at one and two, and this is a team I think that really can be better. Kirk Cousin is playing some real quality football right now. And, and, and again, you look at them playing the Broncos, on the, and the Broncos put it to them. Um, Vikings defense is tough. Then the Colts, the one win of the year they got um, was against them, and that hurts. Uh, then they took it on the chin with the Chiefs. And again, these are preseason games. But the first game of the season, the Bengals beat them 27-24 in overtime. Tough loss. And the Cardinals beat them. Again, Cardinals looking very, very good. And then they beat the Se- Seahawks. 30 to 17. And then they face the Browns. And again, Browns, then the Vikings and the Panthers. So they have got some tough games too. And the Vikings have got to solidify their defense and they've got to find ways to not just do offense, but do uh, that defensive side and really keep them in, in the game. Because I think that's the major, the, the major piece of this. I think a lot of teams don't see it that way. And again, it's, they need to have it on both sides of the ball and they really don't. So closing it out, basically, uh, a couple other teams I wanted to talk about. Again, the Buccaneers, and I wanted to talk about the Panthers. And the Panthers are 3-0 and right now. And again, are they contenders or pretenders? That's really the question you have to ask yourself. Uh, you look at their games. I'm not going to talk about preseason. Uh, but again, they face the Jets, the 0-3 Jets. whoop de doo Then they face the Saints. I mean, we don't know who the Saints are just yet. And then they play the Texans. Okay. They play the Cowboys this Sunday. True test. If Sam Darnold without Christian McCaffrey is, is worth his weight in salt. And if the Panthers are as good as the three and zero record indicates, they got to win this game. And believe me, the Cowboys are not going to say, Oh yeah, sure. Here, let's take, take, take this win. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a loss. Cowboys are looking really, really good right now. Sam Darnold. This is a game of the season so far for him. 
You definitely have to look at that. Then they face the Eagles, and I think they can beat that game. The Vikings could be a toss-up game. They face the Giants. So they have some easy games behind them, but this is a game that's going to prove um, a lot of people wrong. Again, you know that if if this team doesn't come out against the Cowboys hot, fast, it's over. It's done. And that's really kind of how you have to look at it. And then closing it out, we'll talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers took it on the chin against the Rams, a very good Rams team. And Tom Brady dropping expletives like a motherfucker. And, you know, he was really pissed off. Tom Brady doesn't like to lose. He's a consummate professional, kind of a whiny baby too. Um, but he likes to win. He hates to lose. I don't know any players that do. Um, but again, you look at this team, they're going to be in the conversation at the end of the year with the Packers and the Cowboys. Um, you know, I think, and you, you know, you look at the Rams, they're going to be in that conversation. Um, and you look at who they played and you look at the Bucks. the Bucks beat the Cowboys, which I think is a, is a big win Thursday, uh, the opening game of the season. Then they, they, they beat up on the Falcons and you know, the Falcons are, yeah, they're not that good. Um, then they played the Rams and they lost. So again, there's still some things about the Buccaneers, just like the chiefs that I think have to be figured out. And I'll talk about the chiefs because I have a couple more minutes left. So why the hell not? And, and, but you know, Tom Brady, again, getting long in the tooth, you know, everybody talks the, the running joke around the league is, Oh, Tom Brady's going to play till he's 50. Not if Aaron Donald and the Rams have anything to say about it. They're going to get in that backfield and slap him around. And when Tom Brady starts bouncing off the turf as much as he did in last week's game, he might hang up those cleats sooner than you think. But I think really the the Buccaneers have got to figure out a cohesive running game. Uh, you, you got bits and pieces and a little bit of that situational football that you see from the Bucs uh, needs to be figured out. And... Um, you know, their defense hasn't played as advertised. So something that needs to happen. Um, they they got to look a little bit better. So some games under their belt will show. And the Kansas City Chiefs. Guys, Patrick Mahomes is good. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is more than a serviceable back. Tyreek Hill is good. Kelsey is good. Their defense, eh. They've got to put it all together. Their defense is going to have to play better to keep them in games. It can't just be Mahomes throwing backwards passes with his eyes closed on one foot because, again, that's getting old. And teams are starting to figure that out. And you know what? Sometimes you're lucky. Sometimes you're not. You either win or you learn. And Andy Reid's the type of guy that when, when they lose, he's going to come back this week and he's going to take names. I'll tell you right now, I think that this team, you look at where – they are, um, again, one and two in the division. It's a must-win game. There's no question. It really is. And I know Andy Reid knows it. I know Mahomes knows it. Um, everybody who's not a Chiefs fan is rooting against these guys because they're sick and tired of hearing about them, almost like how the Patriots were. Uh, but, again, you look at the Ravens beating them. That was awesome. And then, like I said, the Chargers beating them, super awesome. Hey, Eagles fans. And I'm kind of like a, I don't know if I'm an Eagles fan. I guess I still am. You're in trouble. I really, 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 really think you're in trouble. I think I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have an out-of-body experience and, and get loose. Um, so they better bring their game. And their defense looked really suspect. Uh, I doubt the Chiefs are going to go on a three-game slide because if they do, their season's over. So, you know, again, um, 
I want to talk a little bit more about the Big Guns Fantasy League, but unfortunately, I'm I'm just about out of time. But um, I want to talk a little bit about trades and uh, hard to trade in this league. Talked to a couple owners, some last night, and I'm like, man, I'm trying to make some moves. Guys, I, I know I'm the same way. There, there were trades that were in my inbox, you know, last night and I went over them and I overanalyzed and, and, you know, you get that analysis paralysis where basically, you know, you give your team, well, I drafted him, so he's got to be good. Take a chance, guys, drop a trade. Even if it's not a good trade at times, I'm one and two, I'm about to make some, some gangbuster moves. Again, it's early in the season. Have fun with it. Get on that, get on that message board and have fun with it. Again, have fun with it. Keep it fantasy relevant. Talk amongst each other. Find an owner that doesn't talk and reach out to them. Answer your phone. Answer your text messages. Check out what's on, you know, the trade spots and the standings and, and just have fun with it. Just drafting a team isn't enough. You got to be active as a free agent, uh, pickup guy. You got to be making a couple trades here or there. I really think that's important. Uh, this league is is having uh, a good year, two, three and O teams, hopefully for, from actually different divisions. So it's, you know, really good for both of them guys. Uh, so I look forward to some great matchups and some good smack talk and some great trading. It's all the time I got for now. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button and hit that like button. Talk to you guys soon. See ya.